It is the Brad and Brit cast. Thanks for coming with us and listening in either uh, this day live in the one thirty hour Eastern time or later on via uh, podcast or however it, it comes through your teeth. <laughs> Remember that? Well, I, could, I could hear WLS through my teeth. And I live 500 miles away. <laughs> I think some of that shit was true in Texas, especially if you're on the border with those Mexican radio stations that would just throw yeah. Wolfman Jack right down your throat, right? Well, XERF with the Wolfman. <laughs> like a million hey, watts. Hey, you want a popsicle? <laughs> oh, American graffiti. Good times. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's go to the list here. You know, and you know, uh, Wolfman Jack is on the list of one of the greats that died in North Carolina. So was my dog Spunky. <laughs> Bellhaven. He had a ranch in Bellhaven. Uh, Bob Smith did. Here's the list. Don's latest lawsuit threat. The George Conway way. Right. Ted Cruz is the dumbest Harvard Law School graduate I've ever seen. Uh, the most annoying merger since AOL oh. Time Warner. Oh, I think we got that one. Uh, why I'm suspicious of the pool drain overflow gate story at Mar-a-Lago. Mm -hmm. And swearing on your iPhone is about to get a lot easier. Oh, I saw that. Uh do the most annoying merger because I believe I know I, I believe I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. All right. It's and I, you know this this uh, came out of out of nowhere. I guess uh, mid to late morning on Tuesday that you're going to have the uh, PGA and the uh, LIV Saudi Arabian Donald Trump golf tours which have hated each other. They've hated each other more than the AFL and the NFL hated each other, Britt. They hated each other more than the ABA and the NBA hated each other. They hated each other, but possible. peace has broken out and they will merge. All right. Uh, the players are upset because they were told nothing of this and they found out about it like on Twitter posts and stuff today. Yeah, I mean, that's how Trump would fire members of his cabinet. Didn't Rex right. Tillerson find out while he was taking a shit? I think so. <laughs> I think Rex Tillerson, I think Comey found out when he was in California on that trip, you know? Yeah. Yeah, have a have a little courtesy. Didn't uh, didn't Taylor Swift just break up with that guy on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, well, she did. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's how she does things. That's how she does things. All right, so I'll I'll give you my take. This I wrote this two seconds after I saw the story. I okay. I only just saw the headline. Even I didn't even read. I didn't have to read anymore. Let's see if I can stand behind what I wrote several hours ago when this story first broke. Here we go. Of course, the Washington Post headline was PGA Tour agrees to merge with Saudi-backed LIV Golf. The unlikely headline. This is me. Reads like Borowitz or the Onion, but it's not fake. It's real. The PGA should now be known as the Professional Golf, G-U-L-F. I like tour. that. That's funny. The sports washing attempted image buff 
by the Saudi regime by financing the LIV tour must be considered, from their point of view, a rapid success beyond their wildest dreams. The devil's bargain should redefine the word sellout forever. Should go right to the top of the definitions when you look it up. Uh, ESPN noted that Yasir al-Rumayan, the governor of Saudi Arabian Sovereign Wealth Fund, will join the board of the PGA Tour, which continues to operate its tournaments. In a decent world, back to me, this would instantly create what should be a crisis of confidence for players and fans alike. It won't, of course. Greed is good. Greed is golf. It won't even begin to uh, touch on the fact, and I won't even begin to contemplate that Trump is a full partner with the Saudis on the LIV enterprise. They've had some of their tournaments at his courses. He's uh, bragging and acting like uh, this is going to help him not get indicted for being an espionage agent for who knows what and trying to destroy American democracy. But for for one shining moment this day, Donald Trump is crowing over something he had nothing to do with, but okay. Saudi Arabia, our wonderful friend, murders a Washington Post reporter and is about to again try to send United States and world gasoline prices sky high like they did in 2021 and 2022. Thanks a lot, good friends, Saudi Arabia. But last points, I have a couple good news points here. Uh, providing and replenishing sand traps at tour events now got a lot cheaper. And more good news, it's been determined that carrying a machete and or an AK-47 in your golf bag will not be counted against the legal 14-club limit on the tour. Now, as Rachel Maddow likes to say to guests after she does an extremely Overly long intro. Britt, did I get anything wrong about that? Did I, did I miss anything? <laughs> no, that's about right. Yeah. I, uh, it, the whole thing seems very hinky. The whole thing seems very what? shadowy. Uh, doing business with the Saudis is always a great idea. What, what, if, if, if you have to find out something like this and you're, you're the star golfer, if, if, if the people who are really firstly affected by it do not know anything about the negotiations, that's probably telling you that's because they didn't want you to know about the negotiation because they know that you would have blown them out of the water because they're so inappropriate and just plain wrong, right? Well, if you've been if you've been shitting all over Phil Mickelson for a couple of years now, and now you have to be like, "Hey, Phil, I've always loved you, always respected you. Yeah. Can't wait to welcome you back into the fold." But that's not see that's, that's a little, that's a little not awkward. And there is a big difference between, uh, you know, there were four. What was it? Four teams from the American Basketball Association who yeah. were kept. Mm-hmm. The rest of them were the players were dispersed or. Yeah put in some kind of special draft and four players, four teams went into the NBA and uh, nobody, nobody held any kind of grudges. I don't remember. I don't no. recall any from the minute that happened. It was just a well, kind of an inevitable thing. And by the way, same with football, right? You just knew well, it was going to happen. The NFL, the ABA, was- <laughs> the yeah. ABA owners weren't like 
involved in terrorism all over the world as well. <laughs> so, I mean, there's there's that. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> they, they have been involved in funding terrorism for decades now. <laughs> so, all right. Now, uh, let's, let's play the bullshit quote here. And this is David Faber of CNBC with Jay Monahan, yeah. the commissioner of the PGA Tour, all about this. And just listen to the emphatic confidence that the PGA Tour commissioner expresses when questioned, I wouldn't exactly say brutally, by, by David Faber. You think they're going to respond positively? I mean, you're describing a scenario under which PIF at some point could have the majority of the economics, correct me if I'm wrong, of this entity. Essentially, the Saudis sort of people will say, oh, they control golf around the world. I'm just curious as to what you think the response is going to be. Well, listen, a lot of people have been reading about the tension um, and that we've talked a lot. Um, And I said previously that we were going down our path. They were going down theirs. And today that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. Mm -hmm. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. And it's it's less about how people respond today. And it's all about how people respond in 10 years. And when they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there will be a lot of smiles on people's faces. And there'll be a lot more people playing this game all over the world. And if you're a young player that wants to get to the highest level of the game today, you'll be more inspired than you've ever been. Yeah, right. Yeah, you got it. Yes, sir, Bob. Yeah, you fine. Will be no problems here. Really, really inspired. I, I think most of this audience knows this, but the the Saudi investment fund or whatever the fuck they call that thing that it is a PR arm of the Saudi government that's supposed to make them seem like not the murderers that they've been for killing journalists and all that stuff over the years. <laughs> They're the ones that have. Uh, well, they've they've paid a lot of money to World Wrestling Entertainment to have very large shows in huge stadiums that were built by slaves, uh, mm. and people are compelled to go to those shows. And now they are, I guess, the lock, stock, real, true owners now of the PGA Tour or the PGA Live or whatever we're calling this thing now. All right, so in the year 2000, Time Warner and AOL had a merger. And it was AOL that bought Time Warner. A lot of people yeah. may have forgotten. You know, Time Warner was the you know the more famous brand name, and AOL was 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 a thing. And it's back when you got your you, you reached the internet by putting the disc and I can't even remember how you used to do that, right? It, yeah, you used to phone sound. Right, you to dial up and all that shit, yeah. Yeah. So the chairman and executive officer of AOL, his name was Steve Case. You may remember him a little bit. He was famous for a couple years there. Here was his quote back then. AOL Time Warner will offer an incomparable portfolio of global brands that encompasses the full spectrum of media and content. In fact, it's hard to imagine a home in the United States not touched by Time Warner or AOL. And on and on they went. Yeah. And if you heard what Jay Monahan said, he's actually laying the groundwork for 
the fact that uh, this is not going to be received very well. When someone says, oh, in 10 years, it's going to be great. It's going to be, you're going to love it in 10 years. There's a big difference, big difference between him saying that about this yeah. and what was said yesterday uh, by most of the analysts and even Tim Cook himself as they were introducing the, right now, $3,500, but soon to drop, I'm sure, uh, of their virtual reality head foot, whatever the fuck the, the, those are, uh, you know, uh, artificial intelligence things, next thing, next big deal from, from Apple. And, and it's, it's obvious that, uh, they're not going to sell millions of those like they did the iPhone the first few, it's not going to happen that way, but you know what? There's a big difference between that and saying, okay, in, in 10 years, this is going to have changed everything. And this big difference, my opinion, what do you think? Well, <laughs> the, and the AOL Time Warner merger uh, is considered, I think, the most disastrous merger in history, in American corporate history, right? Is that is that well, right? I think Cher getting married to Greg Allman was a bad <laughs> <laughs> there, There's a timely reference. <laughs> uh, the name of the book, again, is called When Fools Rush In. It is available if you want to get the audio version or if you want to buy it from uh, – our website at shop.bradandbrit.com from Amazon and the synergies that were involved. You know, one of the casualties of that whole situation was the guy who runs iHeartRadio these days, Bob Pittman. He was uh, an executive at the time in the company and he got shat all over by other guys who were staking out territory. There were no synergies. Yeah, and he never made another dollar the rest of his life, did he? Well, Britt? That no, he's, he's doing a great job running that company right into the shitter. He's doing a fantastic wow. job with, with uh, right, iHeart. All right. So, so, but this is uh and you, you and I aren't golf nuts at all. Okay? Not at all. We're, we're no. not. And if I if I see a total of thirty minutes of golf on TV in a year, that's uh, that's a busy year for me. But that's not the point here. It just seems, and I know this is all about money and you know who's going to make the money, and I'm, I'm, I I understand all of that. I I, I get that, but. Was the PGA negotiating from a standpoint of weakness to to do this? They must have been. It feels like they, it. it they feels, they yeah. must have felt that even though no one was watching any of those tournaments, nobody was going to those tournaments put on by the Saudis around the world, that the fact that they were paying golfers tens of millions of dollars, whether they would win tournaments or not, um, PGA must have felt that that was enough of a threat that they needed to give in, take the bribe, and and move on. But doesn't this just now taint professional golf to an extent? I mean, what happens? What happens now when I'd, something I'd like else on the international front? occurs between saudi arabia and oh i'll just pick a country israel yeah uh, uh, that could never happen in the united not, states yeah that's not I mean, possible and um, I know they're, yeah, they're not fighting they're not at war anymore. well i mean allow me to take the contrarian view is that we have a lot of companies like the aforementioned apple that you know do business with extremely troubled regimes like china so i mean nobody's got clean hands on any of this shit 
so it, it's kind of difficult. But yeah, yeah, I mean, ethics if, have if been. China was if China was the largest shareholder in Apple, that would be an equivalent discussion. But well, now, the, but Saudi those maybe is the largest shareholder in professional golf. I yeah. get what you're saying, but those fucking phones don't get made without China. Well, I understand that, but they don't. So you're going, but Britt, then the discussion's over. You've got the full whataboutism. I'm not. Uh, I, I, it, it, I, yes, you not, do. You just did it. You these just are, did it. These are not my rules. These are corporate rules. They, it, it just doesn't matter. The ethics are checked at the door. We don't care. Apparently, we don't care if the Saudis murder journalists, subjugate their women, rape their women, don't let their women get educated. Well, but uh, we, we, do. we do. We but really don't. Who run golf. Don't give a shit. We we really they don't. don't. In the in the twenty plus years since nine eleven, I mean, the, the Saudis financed a great deal of the terrorism on planet Earth. And, and we still continue to do business with them and we still continue to trade with them and all the other stuff that we do. And it's difficult to kind of check your conscience at the door. Uh, at least I, I give the PGA guys full credit for n- being nakedly honest about it. <laughs> at least well, they're not even, they're not you're, even you're having you're a, a conscience. On, right? You're fully on team Trump. You're a hundred percent. I'm a hundred percent not. Trump. I'm on team reality. This is this is just how the universe works. You and I can object to this, and I think it's terrible, but this is kind of this is kind of what's going on. This is kind of what's making the world go around. I don't like, and I haven't liked for a number of years that Vince McMahon did business with the Saudis to the tune of a lot of money. But I still was consuming the product. I was still a part of it. I'm still part well, of the problem. That, that lays the groundwork for you. It doesn't bug you in the least. Just say it. It does. I'm not going to say it doesn't bug me. Uh, it does. I, I wish it wasn't happening, but is there anything I can do about it? Is there anything we can do to stop it? And again, if you're doing this, then why aren't you stopping that? There's, there's a lot of that that's going on. I hate that they're doing this. And I, I would love it if there were some of the guys who played in the tour and went, you know, I have a moral objection to this and I'm not going to play on the tour, but there's not going to be anybody that does that. <laughs> that's not going to happen. And I don't think any of the large corporations that sponsor that tour, I don't think your Mercedes, your Buicks, your, you know, Tag, tag Hoyer watches, whoever, and IBM and Cisco and everybody else, they're going to go, ah, we have a moral objection. I don't, I don't think that's going to happen either. You have to be somewhat realistic about this. Well, well, we'll see. Advertisers can advertise their stuff in lots of other places besides in golf tournaments. I, I find okay. it hard to believe, again. Uh, we'll the, see. We'll I, see. I, I, I would, but it doesn't I mean, matter. Remember, Britt, because Saudi Arabia will just write checks from here to the moon to subsidize the- the whole tour now that's not just their own so it doesn't matter that you know what the pga can go commercial free now (laughs) they can go like public radio (laughs) it's true well it's 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 like that year in Augusta. it's like that 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 one year to augusta when hootie johnson or whatever his name was decided uh if you guys are gonna fuck with us about the women no commercials no commercials at the masters and they they, did they (laughs) and how long did that last one year year, like a year this is forever well, Saudi, because Hootie, Hootie doesn't have that Saudi money. Correct. Yeah, it is. He's, they've got a lot of money. I would love for them at one point in time uh, in my lifetime, as we, we switch away from fossil fuels, I would love for them to go broke. I would. I would love for the royal family to go tits up, not have any money at all. And then, of course, the entire country right. be thrown into just huge unrest, which right, would affect the entire we'll world. And look the other way. All right. Here's Trump's tweet or whatever you call it, because it's not on Twitter. In all capital letters, great news from Live Golf, L-I-V Golf, a big, beautiful, and glamorous deal from the wonderful world, for the wonderful world of golf. Congrats to all. 
Okay. There's a difference between my resignation and me kissing their ass and saying it's great. There's a huge, there's a huge gap in there. You understand? I'm not on Team you're Trump. On team I'm just Trump. you're on, I, I, you're, you're on Team. Trump. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see him this weekend, and I hope you'll go with me. I got you a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's. I mean, it's a, it's a sad state of affairs. It's awful, but again, it's just. Things are just going to kind of roll on, I think. I don't think there's going to be any real moral objections from most anybody on this, anybody that matters. I don't think so. I, I think this is a taint. This is a stain. Well, I would love to this see it. A- I, would, I, I would love to see, like, there are certain courses that go, we're not okay with this and we're Wait, not going to be a part of this. How I would long, love to see that. How long before we see the first story, and you can guess where the story will occur all you want i can't figure it out when will the first story surface that cbs has instructed its announcers on golf tournaments to say nothing about this oh yeah how long how (laughs) long that's a given for sure well but see but this is the problem this is the problem if there's enough money involved everyone is willing to check their integrity at the door for a big enough check and it's going to happen it's absolutely it's absolutely going to happen and uh um i can guarantee you the first place this is all going to surface is going to be on espn right sure yeah it's going to be someone like stephen a smith who is uh never afraid to, to open his mouth or I hate to even say this, but I think it might be true. Someone like Skip Bayless over there on Fox mm-hmm. opening his mouth. And the, I'm t- people are, it's just a question of not if, but, but when it, it, we'll see, we'll see. Um, tell me why the pool drain overflow story from Mar-a-Lago doesn't really meet the sniff test for you. Well, it doesn't meet the sniff it. test for me. It doesn't mean this, and you've you've uh, uh, probably heard uh, about this. That apparently, allegedly, uh, they were draining a pool at Mar-a-Lago last fall, and the draining raised suspicions because it caused the flooding of a room containing servers with surveillance footage on them electronically no the tape didn't get wet jesus <laughs> um but it'd be difficult to uh, believe that, that 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 would would happen and this is because i would think if anything would be overflowing with water related to donald trump it would be a toilet uh-huh. it would not be a pool <laughs> see what i did there i, I, I switched did. i switched up on that um, but that's actually, and even if it's true or not true, it's actually one of the reasons as if you need them for why sensitive materials shouldn't be stored in your basement <laughs> or in your storage room or in your office, no matter where you live, particularly from a meteorological standpoint, being on the coast of Florida, where right. I've heard sometimes 
the weather can get dicey. So I'm not I'm not going with the pool overflow store. I think it was a toilet. <laughs> it might have been remember, Trump might have been trying to flush shit down a toilet. So they uh dozen Washington. The the lawyers are now saying they cannot find that particular document that he is on tape uh talking about. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It, 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 you know, you, it just that doesn't matter. So what? There's, it doesn't matter. Well, it does. I mean, it does matter to the extent that you would be. Well, it would be unless, nice unless you think could... it doesn't matter. So, so the defense would be since we the prosecutors can't find a sheet of paper, the one that they say he waved a sheet of paper that yeah. has something on it, which. I could be wrong about this. You can rip up a piece of paper and get rid of it. Oh, instantaneously. You can flush it down a toilet. You can throw it in the trash after you wad it up. No one will ever see it because that can't be found. Donald Trump is fully innocent. Everything he's done is perfect. He's a free man. And he had the presence of mind, actually, because that really wasn't apparently any kind of uh, document pilfered from the white house that was classified or unclassified it wasn't that at all donald trump was thinking back then i'm going to do this i'm going to get recorded saying all these things and it really won't be anything so i'll have them i'll trick them forget it i think the story no i think the story is it doesn't hinge on that doesn't hinge on fine i think the story is and there will be a receipt that there was a piece of paper and that he had it and now it could be in the hands of anybody it could be in the hands of the Iranians, his good friends, the Saudis, who he was talking about. It, it, I think there was a piece of paper, and I think the problem is, and I, it wasn't that he's lying like he normally does. The problem was that he was careless with it or he gave it to somebody he shouldn't have, and that gets him in more trouble. That's the story. Well, That's look, a problem. It's, it's just, it's, I, I think before we ever heard of this within the last week, they already had a solid, unshakable – yeah, coming from nine directions, case of obstruction of justice against him, and this is just kind of cheap entertainment at this point. Um, and I'm fairly confident that uh, a grand jury meeting, I guess this would be in Florida, right? The Florida grand jury, when presented with this story, if it does come up this week, would go, if they find out that they uh, were unable to actually get their hands on whatever Trump was holding the grand. Okay. Uh, You got nothing on it. (laughs) That's right. You're done. No, (laughs) just no, just no. I don't think it helps him at all. And I think for, for those attorneys, I mean, the, the attorneys really are responsible for this stuff. Like the ones who have sworn that, the really dumb woman, and I know I should be more specific, who was like, <laughs> <laughs> the one who was uh, representing him was like, oh, there's nothing here at Mar-a-Lago. We don't have anything that's yeah. classic. And yeah, then all of a yeah. sudden. It, we're so far past. <laughs> it's like. The, the idea that one little incident. When you, where... when you assert that to a court or to an investigator or to a federal agency, it's your ass. Your ass is on the line. It's not just Trump that's going to get in trouble. It's you for asserting that. You have to make double sure. Yeah. How about this? Donald Trump's for for 60 or 70 years has made his bones by assuming everyone is stupid. 
yeah. and that everyone can be snowed, that everyone can be lied to, everyone can be bullied, everyone can be bullshitted. And that's worked often. But once you get into the true major leagues here, federal prosecutors, um, the prosecutor in Atlanta, Ms. Willis, these are not people that you can bullshit. You just can't. No. They've seen it all. No. They've seen it all. And you're just a garden variety thug who thinks he could get away with anything. Because, you know, when you're a star, they let you do anything you want. And you know <laughs> oh, what? He's not, you know, not true. He, not he won't be grabbing it. the cord by the pussy, I'll tell you that. That's not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Don, uh, tell me about Don's uh, latest stupid lawsuit. Well, I don't. This isn't okay. This isn't an actual lawsuit yet, but it's it's this is what he does all the time. His uh, new threat is against his former lawyer Ty Cobb. Oh, uh, he went on a rant on Truth Social last night, Monday night, and here you go. Ty Cobb is a disgruntled former lawyer. Okay. Capital L for lawyer. He's not a former lawyer. He's still a lawyer. He's not your fucking lawyer because he finally said, what the fuck am I doing? And he got out two years ago, but he's not a former lawyer. Okay. You're a former president. You're not president anymore. He is not a former lawyer. He still is a lawyer with a law license to practice. And yes, he went to Harvard and he went to Georgetown Law School. So he had enough brains to get the hell out. So here's what Trump said. Ty Cobb is a disgruntled former lawyer who represented me long ago, long ago. Yeah. And knows absolutely nothing about the boxes hoax. B and H are capitalized for boxes hoax being perpetrated upon me by the DOJ for purposes of interfering with the upcoming 2024 presidential election, where I am substantially leading all comers. That's in quotes. C-O-M-E-R-S is in quotes, including Republicans and Democrats. Um, uh, Ty Cobb is absolutely convinced. And he's on CNN a lot. I think he really wants to bang Aaron Burnett. So, oh, my God, he wants that. (laughs) But uh, he's he's absolutely unequivocal in saying they got plenty. They got plenty on him right now. Um, but doesn't that make sense in Trump's mindset that like once once he's done with you, then you you you're not even a lawyer anymore. Well, but you that, don't exist. That, that, and that's like, so. Yeah, <laughs> you're not even a thing anymore. But it it isn't like you're nothing to me anymore. But like he ghosts his former <laughs> lawyers. <laughs> not only does he not speak well of them, but they don't even exist, and they can't possibly still be lawyers right <laughs> that's right they just don't they, they've vanished yeah. in the thin air they puff yeah boom gone Ask marla maples what that's like <laughs> she's she's yeah god that's funny uh so t- by the way i looked up a little bit do you know ty cobb actually is a distant relative of baseball ty cobb but you know and there's no there's no evidence that ty cobb was the racist piece of shit as portrayed by tommy lee jones in the movie i just want to point that out 
he was not a good guy. He was a son of a bitch, but there's no evidence that he stood in front of a bunch of people and used the N-word in describing the Harlem Globetrotters and their use of sweet Georgia Brown. Can I ask a question? When I bring yeah. this up, why are you out of left field becoming defensive <laughs> of that guy? I'm but just it's not it's not the subject here, but you can say he's asking, a... why you why you feel you have to demonstrate knowledge of shit like that <laughs> what are you doing well do you, we have a limited time we got commercial breaks we got to get to that's right to got go a couple off of... on tangents like i do for 10 minutes at a time we don't have time for that what else about ty cobb do we need to know i'm just he was a piece of shit but we don't have to say he was also like that what was portrayed in the movie wasn't exactly right i mean it was just not you can say he's a piece of shit without saying he's a racist piece of shit i mean there's a way to do that I'm just yeah. saying. I don't care if you call me a piece of shit. Just don't call me a racist piece of shit. Yeah, you can. I mean, he sucked as a human being. Everybody he played against hated his ass. You know, yeah. you can go with that. Uh, tell me about Ted Cruz. Oh God Almighty! <laughs> uh, Speaking of go. pieces of shit, <laughs> you want to talk about coming up with a explanation that nobody asked you about? Here you go. And uh, Ted's getting made uh, a, a bit fun of in polite circles because of this. He's claiming that Merrick Garland is going to indict Donald Trump because he hates Trump because he's still bitter over the his Supreme nomination Court. to the Supreme Court getting yeah. blocked by Mitch McConnell and the Republicans. So remember, uh, Trump was not the president. No, he was not. When that happened. That was a Mitch McConnell uh, But production. only Ted Cruz would, would overlook that particular. And remember, what was done was that Mitch McConnell would not even allow it to come up for a vote. That's right. An All up right. or down right. vote in the United States Senate. Right. So Ted Cruz went on, sit down, you ready? Fox. Yeah. And said, uh, the hypocrisy is massive. And mark my words, I believe Merrick Garland will indict Donald Trump. He wants to indict Donald Trump because he hates Donald Trump. He hates him. He's angry. Merrick Garland is angry that he wasn't confirmed to the Supreme Court. He wants to indict him. Okay, I'm not saying that's true. I'm not at all saying that that's true because that's, that's obviously horseshit. Uh-oh. But if it Uh-oh. was I, true, I feel I feel I feel uh, see you're, if it was, no if it was oxygen, true, don't give it any oxygen. If don't it was true, it. uh boo fucking who is what I would have to say to Ted Cruz. If that has if that was true, uh boo a fucking uh, who. No, see, this is the difference. If if Ted Cruz was someone who had been screwed out of a supreme court nomination god oh, forbid god. that he would be nominated at all but let's just say that the roles were reversed would play the what about the other guy game and ted cruz then became the attorney general in the succeeding administration ted cruz would he absolutely would use his position to politically destroy anyone who he would conjure up as someone who got in the way 
right. of his getting that. See, Ted, that, this is like the most pathetic projection ever, right? It is. That's, I mean, that's what but, Ted Cruz is about. It's about would, revenge. It's about bitterness. It's about all those things. But you would also have to believe that if this was true, if it was just a revenge plot, then, okay, once Merrick Garland gets him indicted, the courts are just going to have to go along with it. Every Any judge they get in front is going to have to go along with this revenge thing. And they're on board with it. I mean, you have to believe all of that. Everybody who prosecutes the case, everybody, everybody involved, it's it's nonsense. But again, if that's a part of Merrick Garland's uh, uh, his motivation, uh, how sad. <laughs> he added this. Ted Cruz did. Merrick Garland has corrupted the Department of Justice and effectively turned it into an arm of the Democratic National Committee. Right. You're supposed to not say it like you're supposed to call it the DNC, right? Isn't the pejorative now just saying DNC or the Democrat National Committee, right? Yeah, yeah. The FBI and DOJ want to protect and insulate Joe Biden and the Biden family's corruption. I love Ooh, it. Uh, pulling back there, not calling it the Biden crime family. BFC, Biden family corruption. Yeah. You know, we, you know what we didn't get to yesterday was uh, Elon Musk's super genius. When because they announced that the, the the you were talking about the Twitter stuff and about the advertisers coming back and they're not really oh, coming yeah. back. Yeah, well, you know, they're not coming back. It's, they're not. Uh, they're not. They're, I, they, and again, they, they I I still back. I marvel at the legitimate banks that helped finance this deal. Who were like, if, if you believe that this was some sort of don quixote quest that he was on for free speech whatever um there were still legitimate people who run banks who would like to make money on investments who were involved in this thing and they're seeing well, the value this, of their investment way down well but th this is this is the question and you're not a big twitter guy i'm not a big twitter guy um but we know that it doesn't run automatically by itself no twitter it it took i think at the peak they had eight thousand employees to run twitter and a, a huge percentage of those people were there to run the thing mm. to make sure that it looked smooth when you when you did stuff uh that it didn't blow up that it didn't crash that it didn't do all those kinds of things right to the best of their ability. So he's cut a huge number of the, the tech people. And you talk about uh, penny wise pound foolish here. If your advertising is going down, what's your response to that? Well, the answer is what cut more costs and fire more people and degrade and degrade the product. What are you, the owner of the Greensboro News and Record? <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. Do you own a local newspaper? That's how he's running. He's running it like these newspaper owners across the country that are decimating their local product by saving money, degrading what's still in there, shrinking it down. Uh, and it's a death spiral. Twitter is in a death spiral. I don't know how anyone would argue otherwise. Yeah. And uh, I, w I would just like for the people in, in these banks was, was, it was bank of America or whoever was, I would like for the, the people who okayed these loans, I would like for them to be called onto the carpet by a board of directors or a boss or something like, what the fuck were you guys thinking? 
this was a shitty investment from Jump Street. And by the way, you're fired. I don't, I, it's okay for you to make investments and in shit that we can make money off. That's kind of the point of a, a bank. But you got this guy over here, this alleged genius, who's on some sort of vision quest to fuck up the world, and you join in and we lose money. I'm not cool with that. I don't like that. That's not okay. Well, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's, he's square still with all the banks. So they as of to, now, as of they today, don't have to, they don't have to panic with him. He's, he's still worth a lot of money, and his, and uh, Tesla is uh, still a very valuable enterprise, and uh, that stock bottomed many, many months ago, and it's really made a, a pretty it's good horrible. comeback. So it's, um, but. Uh, Twitter seems to be not part of the the zeitgeist the way it used to be. No. And this, I think you probably will know pretty well. You certainly will know it better than me. That when there are major sporting events, Twitter blows up, right? Absolutely. That, yeah. That's NBA, where all the... NBA finals are a big deal on Twitter. Yeah. And right, the, right. the wrestling—they're not as big a deal as they were. I'll bet no. you they're not as big as they were. The the wrestling stuff is always big. UFC stuff is always big in real time. All of those things are always huge on, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, you and I not not Twitter freaks, so we'll, uh, it doesn't work as well as it used to. The algorithms are fucked up and it goes down and, and I don't know. I'm just like, and yeah. just in case you think the guys who were in charge are the adults in the room, you saw who Jack Dorsey just endorsed for president, right? Yeah. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Just in case you were thinking that the old guard was so smart, not so much, but at least they, it ran smoother under them for sure. Well, I know, but this is a, this is a problem. Um, in that if uh, Kennedy and now what is it, Cornell West, yeah. re- remember remember what happened in 2016. Yeah. If you add up the votes that Jill Stein yeah. and Gary Johnson got, yeah, who were nothing, uh, particularly in the, the, uh, the states that Hillary Clinton barely lost. And I know she didn't go there. She didn't shake hands. She ignored those states. She thought they were in the bag. All true. But when the votes were counted, Jill Stein and Gary Johnson, the third party candidates, cost her the election. Yeah. They they just did. They and did. Yeah. Uh, it could happen again. It could easily happen again. And you know, believe or don't believe, 20%. That's the number. For some reason, once it got said, it now has to be repeated like, all the time. There's no questioning it. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has 20% of the primary vote. He would and, be the he would be the, the vote for the anti-vax liberals. That's the guy. That's your guy. If you think that if you were if you're anti-vax, if you believe vaccinations cause autism, if you believe that the CDC and Anthony Fauci went too far during the pandemic and you are a Democrat, that's your boy. Right. That's the guy that you're riding. And by the way, uh, the new target, the new target now that that Fauci is receded into the past is Mandy Cohn, who's the new head of the CDC, former head of health here in North Carolina. Yeah. Boy, they're coming after her hard. hard. She's ever she's Fauci on steroids. Oh. She's Fauci who had power. 
in a state to she wanted to close every school forever. Don't you know that, Britt? Doesn't that feel like um, a lot of Jesus conservatives, a lot of right wingers in North Carolina who were just hiding in the bushes waiting for her? Don't you, doesn't that what that feel like? Well, I, I guess they were kind of uh, unpleasantly or pleasantly surprised that that uh, Joe Biden picked her to run the CDC because uh, this is a classic enemy that they can uh, elevate and present to the uh, whole country as the real problem. Because remember, in a second Trump administration, the head of the CDC could easily be Dr. Scott Atlas. If- Dr. Oz. <laughs> Dr. Oz. Ready to go. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Painfully yeah. available. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's what you're talking about there. Uh, so, and and here's here's the problem, particularly with uh, RFK Jr. Most people don't know that much about him, but they know one thing: his last name is Kennedy, and uh, he does overcome instantly the name recognition problem. Yeah. And uh, as nutty as I think a lot of his theories are and as paranoid as I think he is. And, you know, he's, he's completely convinced Sirhan Sirhan did not kill his father. Well, let's start he's, with that. <laughs> but no, but you, but you can't go down. You don't even go down the rabbit hole with it yeah. because if you do, you, you, you get lost forever. Uh, we're not going to relitigate that. No. As the basis for no. who is going to be the next president of the United this, States, let, but let they're just, setting it up so that why won't Joe Biden? Why won't Joe Biden debate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or Cornell West or Marianne Williamson? What's he afraid of? There, the the game is already being played. The game's already being played. It's can I can I just push back a little bit about what does the in twenty twenty three what the Kennedy name means to American voters? Because I even Ted Kennedy's been dead for like fifteen years, right? I know it's it's like a thing, it's a zeitgeist thing, but to a to a I, I think to a, a large number of particularly young voters, hey, why am I supposed to like the Kennedys again? I'm not really sure. But wait a second, who really votes in great numbers, Britt? Well, the, partially now people, one of the reasons people now, who but know wait, the name but, Kennedy. But wait, the older the, people. Uh, one of the reasons that Joe, but one of the reasons Joe Biden won in 2020 was because he got young voters to turn out. That was extremely helpful for Joe Biden, and those people don't know. They some of those people don't even know that John Kennedy was even president. That's that's all true, but this is unnecessary noise. It is. It's it's just. I, mean, I, it, I understand it's a it's, it's a vanity pro, it's a vanity project for this guy. It, it, it's just a, a brand thing, and it's he's on again. It's onward, Christian soldier. It's windmill tilting bullshit, and. The sad part is, as you point out, you could garner him enough of the vote that could hurt things very, very much. I mean, I don't I don't discount any of that. And the name recognition, even to a small extent, could be a huge problem. But I just don't know that he can coast on the idea that, hey, I'm a Kennedy vote for me. I don't know if that's such a thing now in America. It's very possible that Joe Biden won't even bother with Iowa or New Hampshire. Why bother? And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. could win those states and instantly pronounce himself as the favorite as you know, things like this can happen yeah um and then you combine that with age-related 
surprises out of left field. I mean, I'm not, I'm not betting this presidential race. Are you? I well, no, you can't. There's there's no way. I'm not. There's no way. There's just too much stupid shit that could happen. I mean, yeah. him him running is number one stupid shit. Robert Kennedy, get, get out of my face with that stuff. You're not even. He doesn't even act like a Kennedy. He doesn't. And by that, I mean, he doesn't take a lot of pills and crash a car into a tree. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Tell me. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad Rush is still alive. Yes. To do those kind of jokes. Yes. Edgy material. (laughs) Uh, Do the uh, swearing on your iPhone. All right. Uh, They announced a lot of stuff out in uh, Cupertino, California. Hello. On Monday. And uh, they call this improved autocorrect functionality. And this will come on the next update of your software. It'll be uh, iOS 17 if you have an iPhone. Uh, what it means is the iPhone keyboard will be able to learn curse words now. <laughs> um, right now, if your phone decides that a word needs correcting, and this happens to me all the time, whenever... I send you a message, Britt, and there's a, a word that's misspelled. It's never me. It's always the phone, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, if you're, if the if you try to write fuck, it'll turn it into duck. Duck. It will. You're, you, there's so many ducking assholes out there you wouldn't believe. Right, right. Now, um, a line will appear under the word. Get, the word will get uh, underlined. And you just have to tap on the word, and it'll stay. It'll it'll tap back to the original first. So if you try to write "fuck" and it changes it to "duck," there'll be a line under there. You push it, it'll go back to "fuck." Okay, <laughs> fuck a duck, duck a fuck. Uh, consumers, according to the Guardian, will be very pleased for this feature. Um, it's a long-standing source of mirth or frustration. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, who says progress stopped in the year 1902 when they wanted to close the patent office? Remember that? No, that's right. Isn't that one of the great stories? It was like, well, I, no I, was, I think it was in the 1800s they wanted to close the patent office. No more inventions. Been invented. All yeah. these things have been invented that are ever going to be invented. We, gotta, we just got to clap it up yeah. there. Uh, but wait a minute. This isn't going to be available for everybody until uh, September. Ah, oh, duck. You know, <laughs> 